Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I think we're live. Uh, we're definitely live on YouTube right now. I'm waiting for that red button to hit on Rockfin. Let me see where we at here. Had some problems with the internet. Had to restart, reboot everything. Empty my cache. And that's great. You're about to start a show. Then everything just screws up. And you got to log back into everything. And you got you to gotta get your notes back up. You got to put your clothes back on. And then it takes 15 minutes too long. Okay, we're back. We're live on Rockfin. This is the propaganda report. And well, you took your clothes off between what are you talking you about? the computer. Uh, yeah, every time you restart your computer, you have to strip down completely naked and then turn the computer back on, put your clothes back on. Uh, that's called resetting the cache. Isn't that how everybody does it? Joining me today is... Uh, Josh Warren, friend of mine, an actor and a comedian, and you guys know him as as President Trump sometimes on the show. So he's going to be joining us in in his whatever capacity he wants today. Because here's the question that I have today: Did we get confirmation of extraterrestrials? I have my doubts, and I'm also going to be grading some of RFK Jr.'s tweets because he's been saying some good things, and he commented uh, on the show. Real quick, though, tomorrow night, yeah, he commented on, not the show, on the article, but probably also the show. I'm sure he's seen it on Twitter already. Tomorrow night, for those who are around, I'm going to be doing a live stream on Rockfin, Twitter, YouTube, and probably Rumble uh, for my birthday. And it's going to start around 9. So join if you want, and it'll probably be more silly than anything else. But maybe it'll be fun. All right, tonight I want to talk about that bombshell, those revelations made by this military UFO whistleblower that are so big that they even captured the attention of Democrat presidential candidate Robert Kennedy Jr., who shared an article about the story on Twitter, along with a tweet that said, another conspiracy theory that turned out to be true. I guess men in black got it correct, or got it right, excuse me. I'm going to put that up on screen, so Josh, so you can see RFK Jr.'s Twitter profile. What do you think about him, Josh? RFK Jr. Man, uh, I'm just saying, RFK Jr. coming out saying the things that he's allegedly saying about the CIA uh, and JFK uh, just might, you know, might go uh, bring us a little closer to the idea that John F. Kennedy Jr. faked his own death and he's actually Batman. Uh, so you think the storm has come? Oh, these going to come back and run with Trump, you're saying, against his his family? John Kennedy Jr. is coming back. Is he the one that was supposed to come back and run as Trump's vice presidential candidate in the QAnon story? Look, John F. Kennedy Jr. Is, is Batman. He faked his own death because he figured out that the deep state, the Illuminati, Blackstone, or whatever you want to call it, Black, what's that company? Black Rock. Black Rock, yeah. Buying up yeah. all the houses and everything. They're trying he to figured control out the world. that the, the, them and the CIA killed his dad. Yeah. Went underground. And now he's traveling around the world 
learning martial arts. So, <laughs> he's, so he's he's doing what Mark Zuckerberg did, learning jujitsu ju and whatever. It's good to know that there are still some people who believe the storm is coming. I'm happy to happy to hear that. Hold on, my screen share got all screwed up here. I'm having some technical difficulties for sure today. Uh, there we go. All right, back up on screen. So I want to grade Robert Kennedy Jr.'s tweets real quick before we play some of these clips from this whistleblower, which I'll go ahead and say on the record because I, I see some questions in the chats. I, I think it's bullshit. I think everything, and I'll tell you what I think it is, but I also want to play the stuff so we can listen to it because if it's not bullshit, if what this guy says is true, who they, they're telling us he's the most credible person who's ever existed on the face of the earth is by, by all accounts, and you have uh, Robert Kennedy tweeting out it seeming to suggest that it is true if it is true i feel we should at least hear the guy out because it's the biggest story in our lifetime and 203 ever really because that would mean that there are spacecrafts from uh other worlds flying around all the time in our skies and our military the most powerful on our earth can do nothing to contain them, doesn't understand them, and would be no match to them. So all the other news is worthless if anything this guy says is true. So we should at least hear him out. But before that, I want to show you guys what Robert Kennedy Jr. was saying. That first tweet he said, another conspiracy theory that turned out to be true. I guess Men in Black got it right. So this tweet's interesting to me because Robert Kennedy has been saying, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., been saying like a, a lot of good stuff. The Twitter spaces he did the other day, I thought he handled a lot of questions, uh, challenging questions pretty good. His wife got pulled up there, who is, I, I think, uh, pro-vaccine, Democrat, which I was wondering if she was going to get challenged on any of that. But I guess it wasn't. Yeah, she's from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. She played Larry David's initial wife and now Ted Danson's girlfriend or something on the show. That is Robert Kennedy Jr.'s wife, Cheryl Hines. And and so this tweet for me is Robin, dude. It's Robin Kennedy Jr. You're saying RFK is Robin. Oh, Robin to Batman. I see what you're saying. Right. So this tweet from Kennedy, I thought was cool because even though like it's a tweet that's it, it appeals very specifically this is strategic communication this is it might seem like it's a response to the article but just like all public communications and posts on social media platforms from anyone running for president it's strategic comms and the messaging is designed to appeal to certain audiences and those audiences cuz this is one of four tweets he made about this story it's clearly the conspiratorial audience he's trying to appeal to which is us, people listening to this show, you and I, Josh. And so I figured since we are the target audience of these tweets that we should grade them and see how impactful they are uh, on us. And the first one, I'm going to say, I, I don't like the first one. This, this tweet to me is not effective because the reason that I'm a conspiracy theorist anyway is not because I accept things that even if I want them badly to be true, like first contact with aliens, I, I don't just accept it uncritically. The reason I'm a conspiracy theorist is because I question everything, even the stuff I want to be true. And Robert Kennedy Jr. coming out and asserting that 
these claims made by this whistleblower are completely true when in all other avenues of his conspiratorial life involves him questioning everything. I, I think he is violating the nature of what a conspiracy theorist really is at heart to appeal to the alien, the, the, the lure of aliens. So I'm going to give this one a C minus. Josh, is this an influential tweet to you? Maybe if he would have hashtagged men in black. He did <laughs> or did it like at Will Smith. You know what he should have done? Yeah, he should have done like a, a selfie of I, him wearing the black glasses. I, honestly, though, I don't I don't really follow much on Twitter. I, I get notifications all the time from people I don't follow. But I might start following RFK. He, he sounds entertaining. He's definitely a, a welcome addition to the race, which is going to be very entertaining. And he, he's very good. I mean, he's clearly a Kennedy, you know, which is it's kind of funny that a Kennedy is being portrayed as an outcast who doesn't have a chance when he's a Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. And I think he actually probably does have a pretty good chance, but I, I don't know. I don't know what his role is. So here's the second tweet that he, he did he's in this thread. That's what his role is, dude. He's what? He's, he's Robin. He's, he's Robin, too. Is, is his cousin is supposed to be Trump's vice president? No. John F. Kennedy Jr. is Batman. I'm not saying he's Trump's vice president. So this is not a QAnon theory. It's a different one. You know, it's, it's my interpretation. Of it. I see. I see. Well, that's cool. I mean, that would be great. I hope he's alive. Uh, there'd be a lot of questions he'd have to answer, like, why'd you fake your death and where you been? I told you why. Because he he figured out that the the deep state killed his parents. Yeah. So he went into hiding. Where's he been all these years? Training. Martial arts training. Just combat what, training. There's like underground martial arts training that he's oh, been involved yeah. in? He's, he's bouncing around third world countries, learning all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Interesting. He's going to come back very well-rounded. The second tweet we have from Robert Kennedy Jr. here, he says... And this one's right up my alley. He says, remember, UFOs were the very essence of a conspiracy theory. The term was practically invented for it. People who spoke out were ridiculed and their careers destroyed. Our government did that. And to that, I say, amen, brother. Uh, of course, I remember that. I think about that all the time. UFO hunting and alien talk was back when conspiracy theories were fun. I want to believe Mulder, Scully. I mean, this is what was great about conspiracy theories. I, I give this tweet an A plus because he reflects perfectly what I think probably a large part of the target audience here has been feeling lately. I mean, just the other day, I, I tweeted something about like thinking about this very thing that was something about how I, I wonder what woke Gen Gen Z is. Gen Z, the younger generation, or the one yeah, that, the Zoomers. Yeah, the. Kids that are in their 20s, they're super woke. I, I was tweeting about how I wonder what they think when they experience X-Files for the first time. They must watch it and be like, why is the hero of this story the white nationalist? Because that's their conception of a conspiracy theory or a conspiracy, or conspiracy theorist in modern day reality. And they probably think the smoking man is the hero of the story trying to protect uh, all of the liberal progressives. And it just it saddens me. That is, it has become such a intentionally negative term, which actually, shortly after the death of Kennedy, the pres President Kennedy, his family member, 
they there was a document, an internal document from the CIA that's declassified now, where they launched an intentional campaign to smear and demonize people who spread conspiracy theories about what happened to Kennedy. So the the demonization of the word conspiracy comes right from things that happened to his family. So I'm right all about that tweet. I think it is effective. Made me, made me shout to the sky. I agree with him. Now, the third tweet here, he says, is that on screen? All right. He says in the third tweet, funny how these responses calling me a conspiracy theorist ignore this item. Oh, wait, that's a, is that the third one? Yeah, ignore this item re- has been reported in numerous mainstream media. If I'm a conspiracy theorist, so is Newsweek, The Daily Beast, and then he lists a number of other publications that talked about the story. I don't really like this tweet personally because I don't think it's effective. I, I don't actually believe that he's being smeared as a conspiracy theorist for promoting a nationally run mainstream media story. I mean, he, he says it here. Th- this story is being run everywhere. I mean, he's called a conspiracy theorist by the media all the time for his vaccine views. And Jake Tapper actually threw this in the other day. Jake Tapper was talking about how he's a deranged conspiracy theorist and how he's also actually uh, an election denier for denying the 2008 election, which I thought it's interesting that that is what it takes to get CNN to talk about how Democrats also challenged elections in the past. They'll only talk about it, though, when he can make parallels between the person and Trump as conspiracy theorist. So I don't believe that people are attacking him as a conspiracy theorist here. I think it's a a straw man argument, and uh, I give it a a C minus, actually. What what about you, Josh? Yeah. Yeah, you don't don't like that one either? I get what he's doing. You know, they always got to play like they're they're combating something. You think he's a psyop? Totally. I think that, I mean, it's a messaging campaign. I think he's experimenting with how to reach the conspiratorial minded people. And I don't blame him. Yeah, uh, he, we, should, he should yeah. start doing more Robin esque stuff. He should, you think he should dress up like Robin at one of his yeah. campaign events? Or at least Robin should show up there. Dude, he's like 69 years old. And I he want looks- to see RFK and Robin in the same room at the same time. Because you don't think they're separate people. I don't know. If Robert Kennedy Jr. at 69 years old can wear that spandex and do the type of acrobats that Robin can do, then that he's got my vote, hands down. He should be swinging in to campaign speeches on the, the high bars. Yeah. Stick <laughs> His fourth tweet here, he says, and this is an extension of that previous one, He says, the information originated from a highly decorated intelligence agency official who was part of a Navy task force. Other former intelligence officials corroborate what he says. Quote, conspiracy theory is a lazy response that refuses to look at the information on its own merits. Read the article I linked to. So this one, setting aside my disbelief that people are calling him a conspiracy theorist over this. I mean, you got to show me a picture of the New York Times or somebody smearing you for me to believe that. He's right. Conspiracy theory is a lazy response that does try and short circuit conversations. That's the whole point of the demonization campaign against it. I like that part. However, I do not at all like the first part of this tweet because this is one of my problems with this story overall. Don't tell me that a claim is credible because it came from multiple intelligence officials. 
Th that doesn't make me believe something is true. Multiple intelligence officials also told us that the Hunter Biden laptop story was probably Russian disinformation and shouldn't even be looked into. So, so I'm not convinced that something is credible because an intel agent said so, and not to mention for a Kennedy to cite intel officials to, to provide credibility, I give that a D minus. I think it's, uh, I don't think it's appealing. I think he's going to get called out by conspiracy theorists on that bullshit more than anything. You buying it, dude? What are you talking to your dog over there? Are you looking at Ash? Yeah, he was, he was uh, dreaming. What, he, what was he dreaming about? You know, running around, catching uh, salmon upstream in the snow. Oh, wow. He catches fish for you guys. Did you train him to do that? No, that's what he dreams about. You, you know what my dog did once, Josh? I have this book, you know, about Klaus Schwab and everything, World Economic Forum, and he wrote, the book about COVID, The Great Reset. I believe it was the Great Reset book or it was his ESG book. It was one of those global domination world controller book that he wrote. And it was sitting on a table that I have. And I went to the store or something and my dog, I just, he was out hanging out. And when I came back, I went over to the table and the Klaus Schwab book, it had been peed on. It was on the table. There was no pee on it when I left. And when I came back, there was urine on the Klaus Schwab Great Reset World Economic Forum book. And the only thing I can conclude is that my dog jumped up on the table while I was gone and stood directly over Klaus Schwab's book and peed all over it. Actually, you know what happened was, you're right, he jumped up there. And then he read it at a super fast. Pace. Yeah, he's a very fast reader. Like just, uh, hey. I'm done with the book. This and he was mad, fun. dude. He was mad. Yeah, he had to have read it then. He at I, least read the back cover. You know, sometimes I I, I come in and I, I swear I see him, you know, closing books in a in a hurry and, and stuffing them under the couch and stuff like that. Yeah, I think he's an intellectual. All right, so th those are my grades on Robert Kennedy uh, Jr.'s tweets. What do you guys think? Do you think that tweet thread that he put out, I mean, it's clearly targeting the conspir con conspiratorial-minded of us. Is it influential to you? Do you guys like it? Do you not like it? I'm not trying to give him shit. I think people who uh, are, are like us, are, are skeptics, are hard to capture. It's hard to win our vote. I, I don't even vote for the president. Like I, I, People are like, get out the vote campaign. I'm like... I'm going to do a get out the don't vote campaign. The more you try and force me to vote and I, yeah. we can, yeah. So he's going to be trying different ways to reach that crowd because he does have a niche there, especially with his uh, positions on the vaccine and everything. Okay. You know, he did a Twitter spaces, Josh, did you know that with Elon Musk? Uh -uh. He did one earlier this week and uh, took some questions and Cheryl Hines was pulled up on stage and I wish they played that <laughs> every time she's mentioned or, uh, you know, in an appearance. And I would really love for. Is she related to the Heinz Ketchup Heinz family? That's a good question. You know, I, I think she might be. Heinz and like Heinz Ketchup. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if she is or not. Probably not because she was a bartender before she was an actress. So uh, I don't think somebody, uh, a Heinz <laughs> Harris. 
Yeah, she's not an heiress uh, ketchup fortune. I want Robert Kennedy to win if we can get season 13 of Curb Your Enthusiasm filmed in the White House. <laughs> you know, Larry's breaking up dinner parties in the Oval Office. He's unwanted. Everybody gets mad at him. That, that would oh. be... Yeah. Oh, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm on the cabinet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the, this whistleblower. Have you heard about the whistleblower, Josh? Yeah. Well, this whistleblower came out earlier this week and, you know, he laid it on the line, man. He said they've been covering this shit up for years. It's all true. Aliens are real. And we've actually tried to take down some alien crafts. And we not only have full alien crafts of the extraterrestrial nature, we have the dead alien pilots who were flying them. And they've been preventing us from knowing this. And he says this with absolute certainty so is he deathbed or no that's the thing about this man his entire message (laughs) was approved and controlled by the department of defense the the guy is a former intelligence agent for like i think like 12 years and i don't have my notes in front of me about his background but i know that he worked in covert operations. I know that he worked with James Clapper and all those other con artists. And I know that every word that he says in these clips that you're going to hear and every question that he's asked in these clips that you're going to hear were reviewed and approved by the Department of Defense, which then put a caveat in their message. Like they sent a letter to News Nation saying, we approve of all of this. And News Nation clarified that the whole thing is a script, basically. <laughs> and that uh, they, they also, though, said, that doesn't mean we factually agree with it or, or we believe it, but we approve of all of it, which means that they want these messages to come out and they're okay with them, which that's kind of the lens that I think about them through is why do they want to expose us to this information? And, and there's multiple theories that we could talk about, but let's let's play the clips first and... I don't have, I put the, I cobbled together like 15 minutes of these clips and I'm just going to play them. I'm not going to do any setup and they're arranged how they are. News Nation aired this guy's entire interview over the course of like eight different shows of theirs with eight different hosts. So it's annoying and I had to go pluck them out of all the different shows and let's do it, dude. What'd you go get? Did you go get a drink or something? Pistachios. Dude, you get a little crazy when you eat. Uh, pistachios. All right, here it is. Let me uh, see if you can hear this first, Josh. Uh, could you hear that? Yes, you could. Okay. Uh, A Rim, who's uh, in the chats on Rockfin, says, Right, my dog ate my homework and aliens did the illegal stuff. Denver Attaway says, Aggressive urination done right. <laughs> Denver Attaway also says, Good dog. Absolutely. Very good dog. And if you're gonna pay, hey, in is the that house, anchor a Tina Fey character? She does look like Tina Fey. You're right. Holy cow, that's that's weird. Right? That is crazy. All right, good bag. Maybe it is Tina Fey. All right, here's the first one, and I'll stop it. Uh, I have markers to stop it, and that's about it. 
Bombshell claims from a military whistleblower, UFO wreckage recovered by the U.S., kept classified by a secret government program for decades. So there's the premise, Josh. That's a pretty big story, the type of story that you would, News Nation is a newer new news publication, but they, what they do is they hire Chris Cuomo, they hire O'Reilly, they hire all the people who get outed for like sexual harassment, and they say, come on over to News Nation, we have a job oh, for you. That place sounds awesome. Yeah. Chris Cuomo is even asking questions about the alien stuff. It's funny. Do you see this image on screen, Josh? Yeah, it's beautiful. It is from Midjourney AI, and I just typed in first contact with extraterrestrials, and it gave me four images, and, and I chose this mushroom shape. I can't tell if this is an alien craft or a mushroom. It looks yeah, like a mushroom head. It's, it's like an organic uh, spacecraft. And he looks very sad to be making first contact. It looks like he's crying. <laughs> I thought it looked happy. Thought and it, it looks like, yeah. Well, there's another mushroom top, kind of a Smurf top in the background there. But, all right, here's the next clip. UFOs exist. The U.S. government found quite a number of them, and they are indeed of non-human origin. Those are the explosive <laughs> allegations from a former intelligence officer tonight. Very dramatic, right? Of non-human origin. Yeah, who is she, William Shatner? Yeah, right. Like, think about that, though. I mean, the claim here is we are in possession of an extraterrestrial spacecraft. Finally, what we've all wanted to be true for so long has come true, but I'm just not feeling it. I didn't a whistleblower complaint that the inspector general is taking very seriously. 36-year-old Air Force veteran David Grush is exposing what he calls a top-secret military program that has reportedly found wreckage of fully intact UFOs. The government now calls them UAPs, or Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. For years, there have been whispers and rumors that the government well, has aircraft. Well, we're going to see what is being presented as proof. Basically, the way they're trying to uh, put forth credibility for all of this is the same way that Robert Kennedy did on Twitter. Is They're talking Robin. about the Robin Kennedy, Robin of Batman. The impeccable credentials. Uh, the, the guy's the most credible person on the planet. Every publication is saying that. And they spend a lot of time bending over backwards, telling us just how credible this guy is, which I, I find it to be weird because every credibility statement they say in this and on other networks only makes him appear far less credible to me because they all have to do with his experience as an covert intel agent and the fact that he got all of this information from high-ranking sources inside the intel agency which i those are the last people i trust for anything their job is espionage they lie to us all the time after non-human origin this report is the first evidence it might be true the inspector general has called grush's complaint urgent and credible so on screen they're showing uh, well, it looks like a triangle-shaped craft that, I mean, that, I see these, that image, that doesn't say alien to me at all. Nothing about that makes me think that's an alien craft. 
Tonight, we have a world television exclusive interview with the whistleblower in which he claims we not only have the aircraft, but the government has been keeping much of it secret from Congress and from the public. Obviously, they've been keeping it from us. Like, like that's a surprise. Is it breaking news to you, Josh, that the breaking news, the government's been lying to you? No. Yeah. Does it seem like the the world breaking dramatic? Um, you know, week? if this if this uh, if this report would have come out in the 1930s, people would have jumped out of windows. <laughs> right. Didn't it come out with the. What was that thing they did on the radio? Or yeah, the day the the day the Earth stood still, right? Or uh, it, War of the Worlds. War did that really happen? You know, I I think I remember hearing that even the War of the Worlds story in and of itself was also a hoax. I, I can't remember if I I don't, I don't know if I'm remembering that correctly, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a hoax. All right, here we go. For the very first time, the world is about to hear from a former high-level U.S. intelligence officer who says the government has some of the unidentified craft in its possession. It's just like they keep emphasizing high-ranking intelligence officer. Just 51 high-ranking intel. Gigantic. He what? Whose head is gigantic. Yeah, this suit, I noticed the same thing. It doesn't do him any favors the i've never seen i usually see him doing the on the ground reporting i think his his button is a little too tight there on his neck he is revealing these exclusive details about the secret government program (laughs) (laughs) the secret government program josh this is the stuff that we used to talk about all the time there's a black uh secret dark you know black ops program secret space program maybe they've had contact with the aliens was they say Roosevelt University astronaut university Josh and I are in a uh, special secret government program called astronaut university where we've been going around the galaxy at various improv shows that's what we do we don't go to space we go to improv shows and save the world and for a psyop campaign that right Right. yeah we we run a psyop on progressive improvisers who hate everything about anything that we believe (laughs) <laughs> and I play oh, Captain okay. Johnny Blastoff and he plays Mitch Landstrong in that show. Captain. Captain Mitch Landstrong. You know, pretty soon we're getting old enough to be admirals, dude. We're gonna have to switch the name. Oh yeah. David Grush, an Air Force veteran, okay. former member of that task force, and veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, is what? formally blowing what? the whistle <laughs> on secret. Uh, he, they're, see, they're giving their spatial industries. Yeah, they're like backloading. They're they're really emphasizing his credibility from the intel stuff. Listen to who he is, and to me, it's clear this guy is uh, an intel op. He, he is either being handled and manipulated by his higher ups, or he is in on it. So, have you seen X Files, Josh? In season one of X Files, I think it's season one. Maybe maybe season two, but Deep Throat is sneaking information to Mulder uh, that is giving Mulder leads to to like the Deep Throat, the Deep Throat on X Files is uh, he's an intel guy who has been working in a secret space program, probably like this, and he's given Mulder secrets and leaks that it that is Mulder's getting closer to the truth about aliens because of these and the. Information he gives them, Mulder verifies. Spoiler, by the way. 
Mulder verifies it, and it's true, and it's true again. And finally, the guy gives him an image. And the image, Mulder believes, is finally the proof of a UFO that cannot be disputed. The proof he's been looking for since his sister was kidnapped as a kid. Yeah. And he's telling everybody about it. He's ready to go public. And he, he ends up looking like a fool because it turns out that it was a doctored image. And Mulder ends up tracking down Deep Throat towards the end of that episode at a, a big warehouse, which is actually where Deep, Deep Throat was doing all this to try and prevent Mulder from getting to that warehouse because that's where the alien actually was. So he was trying to prevent Mulder from finding the alien. And when Mulder got to Deep Throat, Deep Throat said something like, the, the best way to tell a lie is in between two truths. To, to hide a lie is in between two truths. Something like that. And I, this could possibly be going on with this guy or he could be in on it because all of his info came from members of this secret program who sought him out and brought him information just like Deep Throat did Mulder. Or veteran, former member of that task force and veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency is formally blowing the whistle on secrets he says no one has ever shared publicly before. You are one of... It'd be funny if he started saying a bunch of private secrets about himself. After that. Nobody shared publicly before. I chew my toes. The most trusted oh, former intelligence officials in the U.S. defense and look how he says that. Look how they keep emphasizing this. You are one of the most trusted. The most. Hold on, let me back up a little bit more. And, and for those joining us right now, t- next two shows live streams tonight and tomorrow. It's my birthday week, so they're going to be a little more casual and more jokey. So bear with us. Happy We're just birthday. having some fun. No, thank you. Before. You are one of the most trusted former intelligence officials in the U.S. defense and intelligence establishment. Yes, I was. You were trusted with the most intimate secrets. Who says that? Yes, I was. I, I, I was the most trusted guy. Oh, You were trusted with the most intimate secrets, Mr. Ball. And they probably have the British guy do it so it sounds more official, you know? Yes. What was that last part there? Establishment. Yes, I was. You were trusted with the most intimate secrets. Yes. He was trusted with the most intimate secrets, but according to the story that they would have us believe, he was not trusted with this secret for years until recently somebody came to him. So, you know what it was? That's him in the picture. He's the sad alien? Yeah, he's the, the guy with the backpack. Oh, and that that sad alien is a high-ranking intel official? That's actually James Clapper right there. What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force? Uh, The UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft, if you will, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. Now, why is, he says quite a number, why, why is it 
you're kidding about that. Wouldn't it be you're kidding that we actually have spacecraft? Why is the number of it what, what is so shocking to this British guy? Oh. So there you have it. It's official. The most trusted intel source who's ever lived. Uh, I mean, even he admits it. There are alien spacecrafts in our possession. Wouldn't you like to see them? Yeah. So would I. Take pictures? Let's find out. I thought it was totally nuts, and I thought at first I was being deceived. It was a ruse. People started confiding in me. They approached me. I have... See, that's what stuck out to me. People started confiding in him, and they approached him. This is where I started thinking about the X-Files Mulder thing with Deep Throat. Plenty of current and former senior intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me they were a part of a program. They named the program. I've never heard of it. And... So did these guys get together and say, you know, who can we trust to to accept this information about this program? That maybe they're ready to leak it. Who are they going to give this info to? This is the most trusted guy. Or is it a bunch of high-ranking intel officials maybe going, who's the biggest dupe that'll buy this bullshit? Hey, I they, you got a what? A little bit of food. Hold on. All right, go get some food, dude. I'm going to keep it rolling. They told me, based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided me documents and other other proof, that there was, in fact, a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into. So, looks like he's being handled to me. That's that's my first reaction to this. But he seems like may maybe he he is even a, a a good guy, or I don't know. He, he's he's been recognized for all of his years of work in covert ops. So that, that makes me think that maybe he's not the dupe. Maybe he's just on assignment again. Either way, that's not a trustworthy story. Does this story sound trustworthy to anybody? That's what baffles me. Is I, I, I just don't see people hearing this going, oh my gosh, this is actually it. I believe this guy so much. It feels like the more they do this bullshit, the more they normalize the talk about aliens and UFOs, the less the people who actually have believed that aliens probably exist, like me for a long time, believe in it. Like, I think there's probably like the lowest number of people that think that this, this story is an alien-related story. Let me rephrase that. I think probably most people who actually believe aliens exist probably don't believe this story. I, I believe aliens exist. I don't believe this story at all. Grush alleges the U.S. government has recovered non-human craft for decades. He's filed a whistleblower complaint saying he gave what he calls the classified proof to Congress and the intelligence community inspector general. All right. So he, he gave those reports. He gave the evidence, the classified documents. But has he seen it? Does he have any information besides that which he was told and spoon fed to? What do they call it? Stovepiping when they only give someone the information that they want them to have so that they can portray the story that serves the narrative. This could be a little, a little bit of that. We've not seen or verified the alleged proof he says he's provided to investigators. He says he can't show us the proof for national security reasons. <laughs> he also tells us he's not seen photos of the alleged craft himself, but has talked extensively with other intelligence officials who have. It's right there. He hasn't seen any of it. He hasn't experienced it personally. Josh, let me let you hear this. Part no, of I heard it. This guy's uh, full of shit. Right. 
but this news organization, News Nation, and not just them, the article that was published about it, RFK Jr. himself, this is why that bothered me, that tweet, because he has to think that the conspiracy theorists he's appealing to with those tweets are pretty, pretty dumb. Uh, for him to make that assertion there, like, I think that hurts his credibility a little bit. ...with other intelligence officials who have. If you're right, if you're telling us the truth, mm -hmm. everyone, the entire American public, has been lied to for decades. Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. Well, I can agree about that. There's definitely a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign. It's unethical. Not about this, but uh, about other stuff. And, and if he is right, it's not just as though us being lied to is the biggest concern here and not the fact that there are beings on our planet right now that could totally overpower and dominate the most powerful military in the world. That, I think, would be the bigger concern than, oh, yeah, you're being lied to, which everybody already knows. I think that's really how you know. If the aliens were really fucking here, it wouldn't be so blasé and casual about it. You are saying to the human race, for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the U.S. government is saying publicly, we are not alone. Do I now? Isn't there like a theory or rumor or whatever that the Greys made a deal with like Kennedy or Nixon? Yeah, uh, I think one of those, I think Roosevelt maybe. I, I can't remember that theory. It's been so long since they transformed what it meant to be a conspiracy theorist that I haven't been diving deep into my alien stuff like I used to. You know, with the what are the reptilians, the the intergalactic yeah. war. Ike stuff. Yeah. But yes, I think I recall something like that. ...is saying publicly, we are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone, yeah. Not alone, dude. They're here. Do we have bodies? Do we have... Oh, shit. Listen to this. This is the best part right here. So, not alone. All right. Again, keep in mind, him saying that, we're not alone. They're real. That is a DOD-approved message. They, they crafted the script. They gave the okay for everything that he's saying. And they okayed every question that's being asked. So this next question that you're going to hear is a DOD-approved question. Do we have bodies? Do we have <laughs> species? Of well, naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And... Uh, believe it or not, as fan as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. It's true. We, we have, bo we have he bodies. Hadn't seen, he hadn't seen any of it for himself. No, he's not seen any of it. He's only trusting those high-ranking deep throats who are passing stovepiping him with that information, or or he's in on it also. What kind of uh, answer is that, though? He, he was asked first of all. The question was weird. Do, do you have bodies? Spe do you have bodies? That's a DOD-approved phrasing of that question. And his answer isn't just, yeah, we got the fucking dead aliens in a warehouse in New Jersey. His answer was, well, sometimes when you, uh, uh, when you encounter a crash, you, there, there, there are often dead pilots, uh, uh, you know. So 
It's weird, but yeah, it's just a little bit of a roundabout way, which is what bullshitters do. He has the credentials, but there's no. So doc. this, so this guy, this. News Where Asian is guy, this? That they're shooting him. They cut the to all of mazes. I don't know if you guys have experienced a lot of News Nation. You know, you guys listening and watching, but News Nation is a very. I think they're funny because they are. They take the over drama just to the extreme. Now they will sometimes represent, you know both points of view, but I think they're only pretending. But this guy was doing the reporting for the Brian Koberger murders, uh, the, I- the Idaho Four, and he was always in like a, a, a you know, a, a big cold jacket and out in the snow, and he looked normal. And seeing him here in a suit that's like, looks too small for, he looks like he's a munchkin or something here. Not, I don't yeah, know. His head looks gigantic. They're not doing him any favors with this camera framing here. And for some reason, they have him staged in front of the like the set and crew of News Nation instead of like you see cameras and crew behind him. It's a little odd. Documents that he's handed over. There's no pictures. And as a journalist, he wants to die. Huge. Look how small that cameraman looks in the background. Yeah, maybe he's actually a giant. Here he's clarifying about how there's no actual evidence this guy has. He has the credentials, but there's no documents that he's handed over. There's no pictures. And as a journalist, you want to see documents. You want to see pictures. Does that raise a red flag? Not at all, Brian. I mean, you mean <laughs> documents that actually describe the craft? Correct. That, yeah, like yeah. documents or to, to be able to see it for ourselves. Of course. Don't we all want that? Uh, and uh, the problem with that is all of that information is classified. You know, as we said in the story, everything that Grush told Congress and told the the um, inspector general of both the IC, the Intelligence Community Inspector General, and the Department of Defense Inspector General. All of that information is classified. So is it is it matter that he doesn't have actual evidence at all? No, not at all. It's not a big deal at all that he doesn't have evidence. Now, this lady here, there was an article written in 2017 that... I, yeah, it's a little bit of Mockingbird. 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 The 2017 article is in the New York Times. I, I would say launched this modern UFOs might be real psyop that's going on. It was a most like I was very surprised by the article because it was on the cover of the New York Times. And it was an article that within it said that the government It said some of the stuff he's saying. It said we have recovered crafts and we have uh we have material that is not of this world stored in a warehouse in Las Vegas is what the article claimed. And then you never really heard much about it until a couple years later. And then slowly but surely more talk of UFOs until it, it just became more and more normal. So it's like, why do they want the normalization of UFOs and aliens might be real? There could be a number of reasons, but they clearly want to destigmatize talk about it. In 2017, Kane reported exclusively in the New York Times that the Pentagon had a secret UFO program. Three years later, the Pentagon confirmed her story. Her latest report is even more explosive, but Kane says she has multiple sources who back up Grush's story. I believe it because of all the sources I have who have told me the same thing. So who am I to doubt these very, very high level people who have been inside these programs for decades have done their work and are all telling me the but same thing. I mean, I. Yeah, go ahead. He hasn't been there. They're taking it's it's like 
it's like you did a bunch of high profile work and then I was like, yeah, uh, this it's, guy it's, yeah. who did high profile work told me, uh, it, it's the equivalent of sources familiar with the matter that we see, you know, in the Washington post all the time. And it's just circular reporting and they're all relying on alleged Intel officials whose name we're not being told and they're not providing evidence. And, and this woman has been big about she she was on video after she published that article in the New York Times in 2017 saying that her goal of that video was to write that article in a way to try and get people to believe in aliens. It, like telling the truth wasn't her goal. Getting people to believe in aliens was her goal. I don't know why that's her goal, but she's not it's a credible the source. CIA of agent. The CIA agent? Yeah, dude, this is false flag. Yes, <laughs> false flag. What are you, Roman from uh, Secession? Mansplainer says, Josh, who's this 60 year old blow up doll? I don't know, but <laughs> I got to tell you, if, if I walked into somebody's house and they had a blow up doll and it looked like her, I, I'd be like, why'd you buy that blow up doll, dude? <laughs> dude, you could uh, put clown makeup on her too. Yeah, you can do anything with her. Can you imagine going into like one of those sex doll shops and being like, yeah, I see what you got, but you got anything 30 years older and a lot uglier? <laughs> I, I need one that looks like a spoon. <laughs> I wanted to look half dead. I don't think there's some kind of conspiracy among all these people who don't know each other to make something like this up. There's not. You don't think there's a reason to. And she just threw in that they don't know each other. That, I don't even know. How do we know that? She said they were, they were all working in the same program, she said. Yet they don't know each other. No one who works program in a secret program. Huge. It's so big, no, no one knows each other. It's they the all, biggest secret program in the United States. Yes. It's so secret, you're not even allowed to know who else is working on it with you. So I've got to be blunt about this. You're not making this up. This no. is not a lie. No, absolutely not. What if he was like, yeah, it is. I've been lying. That, that's a wasted question. Because everybody watching this right now is looking at your face. Which is not true. We're actually looking at the British guy's face right now because the yeah. camera didn't switch fast enough. Mm -hmm. They're going, is this guy for real? I am for real. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting here at great personal risk and obvious professional risk by talking to you today. Let me emphasize again, everything he said Every question asked was approved by the Department of Defense. False they're flag. They're controlling all of it. He is not sitting there at great personal risk. That's just not true. We approve everything you're going to say, but then we might kill you for it. They say to date, Arrow has... Uh, this is the Pentagon's response. <laughs> this is what they told News Nation. Not to in response to the program, discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any. I'll take that back. The Pentagon response is coming from the AARO, which is that it's like the organization that's searching for the aerial phenomena that this guy was apparently part of. And the problem with any response from them is that his whole claim is that the AARO was prevented from knowing that the UFO retrieval program existed. So they're obviously not going to say that 
anything he says is true. Biden had to say about all this. I don't know. Biden, I don't know if he's um, spoken about it. Arrow has not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Arrow is committed to following the data and its investigation wherever it leads. Arrow working with the Office of the General Counsel and the Air Force Office of Special Investigations has established a safe and secure process for individuals to come forward with information to aid Arrow in its congressionally mandated historical review. Arrow sounds like something from Marvel Comics. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? So that message there, and I think that's this is where some of this is going. They mentioned the congressional review. They're putting a call out there for anybody who thinks they have information on any crafts they see or, or you know, and this is going to be military people is really who they're trying to draw in. I think they're trying to draw people in to get enough evidence provided to them that I, I think they want to get Congress to fund the uh, investigation into these alleged crafts that we only ever see on radar for the most part so that they can then have Congress find quote evidence like and it'll be classified so only Congress will see it. And after spending that money and finding the so-called evidence, I believe Congress will see that China has technology that is well beyond ours, which will justify in the eyes of Congress that we need to uh, fund more weapons programs and maybe officially sign off on a declaration of armed conflict with China. This is almost – I think this could be like a false World flag War even. coming. Yeah, no, I think this could actually be a giant ruse to get Congress to sign off on war just like they did with the Nahira project. Like that whole thing where they had the babies and in incubator story, which was a made up story from a PR uh, organization. And n none of that happened. <laughs> and, say that we got all these babies and in incubators. Yeah, that they were killing them. And th that was as much as that was designed to sway the American public. It was even more designed to get Congress to vote, to do what we did. I could see this being that when it comes to a conflict with Russia and China. And you're going to see here in a second that Russia and China does, in fact, come into this because who knew we're actually in a Cold War right now. Our, our, our secret alien retrieval program is in a Cold War arms race with China's. Amazing, right? Biden did comment on the aliens, Josh, you asked about that. He said that he doesn't know if aliens actually do exist, but if they do, he'd like to smell them. <laughs> he has a compelling story to tell. Very little of it seems like firsthand knowledge. Isn't he just repeating what somebody else has told him or yes. somebody else has showed him? Yes, that is what he's doing. But he says he's talked to a number of people who are in very, very high level positions. Who cares how many people he's talked to? We know they lie. 51 intel agencies or something like that, whatever it was. Hunter Biden, Russian disinformation. It, the thing that we know for sure, like one of the only things we know for sure about intel agents is that they lie all the time. It's their most defining feature. If you go back 15 or 20 years, if we were sitting here talking about UFOs, people would think that we were nutty. 
Um, now it's gotten to the level of where it is somewhat accepted because the government has come forward to a certain extent and acknowledged that there are these videos that exist. The Navy has released the videos themselves and said, we're not sure exactly what this is that we're seeing. Uh, of course, what, what Gresh is saying really just sort of takes it to the next level. Which, but it doesn't take it to the next level. I, to me, it adds literally nothing. I, I think the blips on radars that we've been seeing are cognitive electronic warfare. And I think this bogus story that is backed by no evidence adds absolutely nothing to it. it uh, just the drama around it. And then you have RFK tweeting it out, trying to convince people of stuff. I think Josh is on the phone in the background. I'm not sure who he's talking to. But why is the question. Why are they doing this? I'm of the belief that it has something to do with a third wor world war with China Weapons funding, as I said. What do you guys think? I mean, there's a reason that they're trying to put this in people's minds. Or perhaps they're doing it in such an intentionally bad way that they 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 want people to think it's a joke. I, I don't know. It's kind of uh, strange to me. Sure does. It's almost impossible yeah, to believe. All right. And Tina Fey. Hey, who were you on the phone with, dude? We could hear you on the phone. Yeah, I was talking to Julie. Oh, talking, how's she doing? She's good. She's, She's good. good. Yes. Yeah, so Mansplainer says they lie like a bad trope. Yeah, they really do. Uh, they, I think they're methane farts. These, yeah, the, you're talking about the blips on the radar? Mansplainer says Josh is ordering a pizza. Is that true, Josh? You get your Papa John's? I wish, but I am still <laughs> starving. Uh, Denver Attaway says oh, that. Off all these. Uh... Oh, he says the guy, he does kind of look like this guy. I'm put this on screen. Kind of looks like Thaddeus Harris from a police academy. You're a big police academy fan. Why is my computer doing that? Hold on a second. I'm going to put this police again. Look at this, Josh. My conspiracy theorist look. Yeah, Josh is a big conspiracy theorist. He's actually made a number of anonymous videos, right? Yeah, but that's what we're about to improv. Yeah, Josh is the conspiracy theorist of the improv world, and he makes anonymous videos where he harasses other improvisers. <laughs> I expose uh, fictional truths. Yeah. All right. Here he is. You think uh, a guy kind of does look like that? Yeah, he does. You're talking about the journalist, right? He does kind of look like a younger version of that guy. Let's get that out. Back up. All right. Let's keep it going. All right. So here's on screen we see, like, what is that? Whistleblower alleges secret UFO retrieval program. And on screen, on the left side, we see the blue sky and a cloud. That's literally just a cloud. That cloud is shaped like an eagle now. <laughs> is, is, yeah, it is shaped like an eagle. You think that that is supposed to be an eagle-shaped UFO cloud? <laughs> Why are they showing us that? And then on the right, you have this radar that all of these tic-tac-shaped crafts that they say move in ways that defy physics have been appearing to which actually i'm going to play something for you josh and i've played this on the show before but anytime they show these images and they talk about these radar blips which they say uh, uh navy navy pilots are seeing and is evidence of ufos i have to play this because to me it's so obvious electronic cognitive electronic warfare you ever heard of that josh from darpa uh, is that like where they shoot the microwaves into your head or whatever? It's related to some of that. I'll let her tell you about it. 
make you sneeze and your brain comes out. Yeah. This is today. Let me turn this up a little bit. It's very soft spoken. I will not have time to do it justice in the next five minutes, so bear with Darpa's me. The like, second is that it's a highly dang. classified research yeah. area, one in which I can't go into detail if I had time. And she's talking about cognitive electronic warfare and how she can only tell us a little bit. Time anyway, because I'd have to walk out of here in an orange jumpsuit. In order to prevent that, I'm going to instead try to convey to you the importance well, yeah, of this field of the modern warfighter and tell you about some of the systems GTRI is building today. That they would arrest her. Right if she revealed classified information. But she's talking about stuff that the military is working on and she's giving us the most limited amount of information about it. That solves some of these modern battle space problems. Okay, so what is electronic warfare? It's simple. It's the idea of being able to control the electromagnetic spectrum for our own nefarious purposes. Now, you might ask me, Dana, why? Why do you feel the need to control the electromagnetic spectrum? Because the you're psychotic. Right. But she's about to give you see on. So on screen, there's a slide and you can see planes on the slide, which are the military jets and the adversary jets. So one of them represents U.S. jet. The other represents Russia or China. And there's little like electronic radars shooting at the enemy jet on this little slide here. And listen to what she describes that they can do with electronic warfare to the radars, basically, of these planes. In that spectrum, that makes you feel the need to disrupt it, to control it. That's simple as well. The adversary is typically using the electromagnetic spectrum in order to sense its surroundings, in order to gain a good situational awareness picture. All right, so you might picture it this way. I'm sitting on a fighter jet and I'm flying into enemy territory. I'm flying towards a ground-based system of my adversary. Inevitably, military grade, it has a set of radars on it. Their entire purpose is to be able to scan their surroundings to gain a situational awareness picture. They're there to detect large flying metal objects coming towards them like mine. They immediately see me, they recognize I am hostile, and they shoot me down. I can't perform my mission. So instead, we think of a different scenario, scenario two. In this case, I decide to equip my fighter jet with an electronic warfare payload. Now I fly into this scenario and my adversary is confused. I've used my electronic warfare payload to disrupt the spectrum to make them think I'm not there. I can also make them think I'm there, but in a completely different location. I, she get, they can make them think they're there. And, and these are blips on radar she's talking about. Uh. Appearing in different places or... or cloaking themselves all together using this. I've confused them. I've managed to get in, perform my mission, and get out safely. This is electronic warfare at its core. Now, there are modern problems we have to face in this area. They're Please. listed on this chart for you to peruse as you like, but I'll give you the cliff notes, right? The, the biggest problem we're facing as far as modern electronic warfare is concerned is the unrelenting stepping forward in research on the sensing side. These sensors, these radar sensors, they are not stagnant. There's a lot of research going into them to make them better, to make them more adaptive. They have the capability now to be able to autonomously detect that they're being jammed and to counter that detection, to counter, counter that jamming. And so we have to build systems today that can adapt in their environments. She goes on to talk about how what they're working on is uh, 
sense, radar sensor jamming and counter jamming, jamming and rejamming sensors that they can just change on, on the fly. And again, what she's telling us is a very minimal that she can tell us. This sounds to me like probably the best, most reasonable explanation to what's going on with those Navy pilots because what they're viewing is blips on radars that the radar is being disrupted, just as she says. And I don't know why we would just jump to there's a fucking uh, alien that we've we've captured, and that's definitely what that blip that looks like a fucking tick is on a screen. I mean, they all look like fucking ticks. Josh, you look like you're uh, like a, a military vet conspiracy theorist right now with your beard and your hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get... Yeah. That's, the, the, whole, that's the whole point of the look. Hell yeah. For your dude. show. Hell yeah, dude. All right, so there you see, there's the blip on the radar, which literally looks like a tick that you got to pull off your dog or something. Now, Lieutenant Ryan Gray is with the first uh, U.S. active duty. Eagle Cloud has returned over right, yeah. San Francisco. America is under attack from an eagle-shaped cloud. Rodan. <laughs> This is another guy. So what News Nation did is... Wait, that's a different guy? It, I know. I thought it was the same guy at first. They all look the same. And you ever watch one of those like GQ or even they portray in this way in fiction? Like CIA spies are almost always all bald. It's like an army of bald people so they can change their appearance with different wigs and shit. And we have nothing but bald covert intel ops guys doing these interviews talking about these UFOs. He does. He looks almost the same. Like the guy, he looks like the guy running around with Jack Ryan, too. Yeah. Have you ever seen Was Fringe, the television show? The bald guy from Jack Ryan, man. The guy who went to... he That guy went to Brookwood High School, where I went to high school. He's a lot older than me, but he graduated from Brookwood. Josh went to my rival high school, Parkview, down the street. Oh, yeah. Actually. Did you hear that a girl got kidnapped? No. What happened? Uh, on the last day of school, she was allegedly texting with someone she thought was like her same age, but really? they think she was texting with like a groomer or something. And so she had never met, she met the person online, obviously. The last day of school, she gets kidnapped between classes at Parkview. And like, I just heard about this today because I'm volunteering in this play for my parents church uh you're in a community church play yeah you can come see it uh at cornerstone bible church in melbourne what do you play Park i play a mate named sir laughs a lot <laughs> i will definitely come see that, a yeah. table yeah i'll uh and I, I always have to tell bad jokes. I'm going to come up to you after the, the play, and I'm going to ask to get my picture taken with you. And yeah, you ask better give me a bouquet of flowers. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope they catch that girl. That's yeah, well, that's what I was texting you about. I think we should investigate it. Somebody needs to. How, like, can't you, like, can, like, two people just investigate something? They can. It's going to probably start with her. Well, what what you can do. I think people do. Do it, dude. You got to do open source. Yeah, you got to do open source research on her social media accounts. And maybe the police are doing this, but they don't. Some police departments have like uh, digital teams, but some of them don't. You remember the Gabby Petito case and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, So that that case was. 
Julie was really following that. Yeah, somebody, uh, somebody in the chat, by the way, wanted to want you to ask Julie, uh, what is a woman, um, uh, or what a woman is from the yeah, yeah, Sir Lassalot, man's planner. That is that's that's what he that's what he's playing. But that yeah, case with Gabby Petito, online researchers they tracked her social media, they cross reference stuff, and they actually helped solve that case. So that's where you would start is with her social media. If it seems like she was lured to somebody online, is look like looking to see who she, whose pages she commented on on Instagram, on, on TikTok, whatever, to see where all that activity is. Looking at who all is following her, and if somebody can get into. Obviously, we wouldn't be able to do this, but maybe her parents, if they could get into her actual account and see what the DM messages are, that's where you're going to find most of your evidence. Well, that's what they, I was like, can't they like source the phone or anything like that? Like, can't they get an AT&T or whatever? Well, there's laws around that. I can't remember what is with AT&T right now, but I know that there's been. They're like, we don't want to help with kidnapping. <laughs> well, it, it's the it's the slippery slope of uh privacy violation. I want to so bring this guy to justice, Brad. Come on. Well, then come set up a digital uh, studio here. You can, you can take your throwing knives. These right here. here. Yeah, we'll, we'll be the Bowman brothers for real. So these are my throwing knives. I'm in a knife throwing league. Did you know that, Josh? I don't know you were in an actual league. I haven't started yet. It's going to be starting soon. I've been practicing. My my shoulder is sore. I feel like I pitched nine innings, and uh, I don't know how I'll do. We'll find out. I probably will not win my first match, but who knows? All right, we got a couple I've more of these clips. I've been wanting to come over and throw axes. <laughs> come do it, dude. I got to rebuild the board. I've destroyed it. You throw knives. I'll throw axes, and we'll bring that kidnapper to justice. Yeah, we can make videos uh, telling the kidnapper that we're preparing to find them. <laughs> Yeah. Here we go. Testify before Congress about his experience witnessing UFOs. Lieutenant, good morning. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. So can you describe some of your own experiences with UFOs? Certainly. Uh, as an F-18 pilot, we were flying off the coast of Virginia Beach, uh, and we were almost on a daily basis seeing on our radar, on our cameras, and with our eyeballs, objects that weren't supposed to be there. We were seeing dark gray or black cubes inside of clear spheres that were operating anywhere from... There's another tick on a bl on a radar on why he's saying this. Uh, stationary, zero airspeed, uh, even in the wind, all the way up to uh, upwards of 1.1 to 1.2 Mach, which I've personally witnessed. So... It's that thing. It's that. So that tick was going 1.1, 1 1.2 no, In your picture. That that looks like the the blip. This depressed alien in the picture? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you look at that blip again, it looks like the outline of that. Mansplainer says we need a knife-based T-ball league. <laughs> so I think stuff would sort of certainly get heated between the coaches and the umpires uh, in that situation. So lawmakers have signaled a hearing on some of these new revelations is coming. And you've said in previous interviews, this is an issue of national security. See, so it, what man. are your biggest concerns? It looks like it looks like the thing or even the thing behind your head. right? Uh, now. Yeah, no, I guess that um, mid journey AI, it saw all these blips and for some reason decided they were sad. And that is the work of art that it created. I mean, look at the weird fucking cow mushroom you got floating behind your head. Cow frog mushroom. Yeah, I know. 
Yeah, it does kind of look like that. Why are all these? I mean, can we get an image that isn't yeah, shitty? They're weird. They're and really how would weird. you like the government to address them? Yeah. So first off, I'd like to just offer a lot of support for for David and any other whistleblowers that are considering coming forward. We need to remember that this isn't happening in a vacuum. This is happening in response to very specific legislation that Congress uh, created and was signed into law by President Biden um, in December of 2023. Uh, and so what we're what we're now seeing the result of that legislation come forward. Um, we I think it was. I think he's talking about the either NASA or this AARO, their investigative powers to search what these uh, phenomena are, these UAPs. And I think he, I think he reveals a little bit of what what the agenda is here. We need to, we need to now put the onus on Congress to investigate the claims that Congress or that David uh, has put forward, uh, and it'll then be in Congress's hands uh, to be transparent with that information they learn. You did that yeah, that's what it's they they're focusing on Congress. I'm telling you, I think they want to, to get I think they want to expose Congress to something that is going to justify uh, war spending. Mm-hmm. All right. And and why do you believe we have about 30 seconds left? There's a cloud of mystery surrounding UFOs. If the government does have proof, why do you think they want to keep this under wrap? I don't know, but I think we're starting to see the process uh, uh, or excuse me, the risk associated with keeping this uh, under wraps for too long. Uh, We've recently had incursions into our airspace over the continental United States, and that would have likely gone undetected if we didn't modify our sensors to be looking for objects more similar to what we've been experiencing both on the East Coast, as well as that has been testified by Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick in the uh, All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. All right. If anyone so now, hold on. One wants to pressure their Congress uh, people to. Oh yeah, he, he tells people to call their Congress people and pressure them into, uh, you know, uh, focusing on this. But he, he brings China into it there, and that's where they start talking about China a little more. What's this in the background? Of China, China, vagina. China. Is that, look at that. It says like red, red Ripper's dodgeball, and is that? I thought that was like a Nazi symbol, but it looks like the Flash. On is that a dodge? Is this guy like a dodgeball enthusiast here? It's kind of a weird thing for a Intel covert op guy to be into. He's like, I was the captain of the dodgeball team. You see what I'm talking about, right? That poster over that little red ball is. It looks like a a wartime propaganda poster, but it's for some dodgeball team. And I believe that is a dodgeball that he had. So this guy set his desk up. Everybody looks to see what's behind them on their, on their desk before they do one of these streams. They usually place things they want the audience to see. And this guy chose a dodgeball poster that looks like a propaganda poster and, and a weird-looking dodgeball. Can't trust that guy. does have proof. Why do you think they want to keep this under wraps? I don't know, but I think we're starting to see the process uh, uh, or excuse me, the risk associated with keeping this uh, under wraps for too long. Uh, We've recently had incursions into our airspace over the continental United States, and that would have likely gone. Do what? I think I played that one already. It looks like a penis. What does? He does. Oh, he looks like a a Tate brother, as uh, Solomon Chek looks like one of the uh, like the lost Tate brother. You know who the Tate brothers are? Uh, Now you can see that thing better. Yeah, I think actually I accidentally took it back a little bit. Red Rippers dodgeball. What is that stick leaning up next to his American flag? What is that? Is he 
Does he sit on that thing? What is that? It must be his anal stick. It looks Ooh. like an award over here. Yeah, this guy is... Look how dirty his flag looks. Undetected if we didn't modify our sensors to be looking for objects more so... All right, I already got that part. It's an issue that they care about. Grush sat down with investigative journalist Ross Colthart, who is reporting for News Nation on the bombshell whistleblower complaint filed with Congress and the Intelligence Community Inspector General. According to the complaint, in July 2021, Mr. Grush confidentially provided UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena related classified information, to the Department of Defense Inspector General. At that time, Mr. Grush communicated classified information about the improper withholding and or concealment of classified material from the U.S. Congress by certain Certain IC elements. News Nation has confirmed Grush's credentials, but he said they keep saying that. I must have heard them say that twelve times. They have confirmed his credentials. He can't show us the proof of the alien craft for national security reasons. Oh, we can tell us all about it, but but he can't show it to. We can hear about it. We can't see it because of national security. Denver Attaway says maybe it's a rain stick or something, possibly. And Mansplainer, so you, so you think that guy that we were just interviewing is uh, an Austrian guy? Is In a somewhat frightening revelation, Grush claims the non-human species may not be friendly. I've been told that there have been attempts to bring down craft, that we've acted offensively against non-human craft. There have been instances and there are uh, certain techniques. So, have, all right, wasn't that a weird framing right there? He framed that clip as... The aliens might not be, they might be bad. They might be, you know. It, and then what, what we hear him say is that we went on the offensive. It was us. that. W how, how are they the bad guys if we're the ones that went on the offensive and tried to take them down? Listen to that again. Have right, Let's back it up a little bit here. Craft. There have been instances and there are uh, certain techniques. Have he Hold on, I keep missing my spot here. Let's just go back. Right, far. Grush claims the non-human species may not be friendly. Okay, so does he... That's the setup. He claims the non-human species may not be friendly. Does he claim that anywhere in this clip? No, he doesn't. He says that we went on the offensive and, and tried to take one down. I've been told that there have been attempts to bring down craft. That we've acted offensively against non-human craft. There have been instances and there are uh, certain techniques. There, there are certain techniques. There's, there's been instances and there's certain techniques. When does he say that they're not friendly? Hey, there's bad guy. Those guys aren't friendly over there. Yeah, we attacked them offensively. What a weird answer or a framing of that question. Have human beings been hurt? or killed by a non-human intelligence. While I can't get into the specifics because that would reveal uh, certain US classified in, uh, operations, uh, I was briefed by a few individuals on the program that there were um, malevolent events like that. Yeah. He's briefed, he's told by people familiar with malevolent, malevolent events that malevolent things happened. Grush says he has to be careful about providing detail. He shared this letter with us from the Department of Defense, giving him permission to do the...
And this is what I was talking about earlier. This is the DOD letter that just shows that it's all controlled by the, the DOD. Josh, you just missed the clip where the setup was the aliens might not be, they might be mean, they might be bad. And then they play a clip and it's, it's the uh, British guy going, we've gone on the offensive. And he's like, yeah, we've tried to take them down. He, he never says the aliens are bad. He just says that we tried to take one down. We tried to kill one of these things that were able to make it. That's what they would have us believe. It's just a bunch of bullshit. Interview with News Nation. It says the interview questions are approved for public release. However, this approval does not include any photograph, picture, exhibit, caption, or other supplemental not material. Not specifically approved. A UAV, though. A UAV. Or like a like a drone. A drone. Yeah, I think it could possibly be. I, I mean, it could be our own technology that we're just trying. That we're putting out there. It's all about fucking war spending. Military industrial complex, bro. Approved by this office. Our concurrence for release does not imply DOD endorsement or factual accuracy of the material. So they approve of all of it, but they don't endorse it. You can say it. We want you to say it. And we control the message, but we don't approve of it. Grush says the United States is not the only country that has encountered non-human intelligence. He says our geopolitical rivals have their own crash retreat. They just showed uh, the Chinese president in Russia on screen. People programs. We're in a competition with their adversaries to understand this. And it's a, it's a multi-decade Cold War that uh, has been under our nose for so long. And, you know, there is no good way to level the playing field and hold other nation states accountable if they're doing unethical or illicit uh, activity as it relates to this subject. And you should listen to I MacArthur think the, and Patton. <laughs> He just said like a minute ago that, yeah, we've attacked these things and tried to take them down. And now he's talking about uh, uh, our secret program in Russia. We're on the brink of World War III. Everyone has a secret alien retrieval program that's been operating for decades in a Cold War outside of uh, not just the public knowledge, but of many – much of the government's knowledge as well. Up to secrecy no, is actually flag. putting us yeah. in a very dangerous position where uh, a country might make a breakthrough. Let's say we, um, it's an adversary of ours. And <laughs> it is so destabilized. They're showing Russia and China through all this. No, yeah, your, your theory sounds sound. It's, it's all about like Russia and China. That's <laughs> so, so stupid. We're on the brink of World War III. It's like I can get your peace in twenty four hours. What, what Guaranteed. Is, what do you think Trump would do to get that peace, Josh, Mr. President? How are you going to accomplish? I've peace? already been working behind. Uh, I've already been working behind the curtain. Uh, uh, Xi Jinping, Putin, uh, the little guy from North Korea. We're all uh, we're all working together behind the curtain to bring down the Illuminati. But what about achieving peace between Ukraine and Russia in 24 hours? How it's that because it's, it's all a false flag. It's all fake. <laughs> Who's conducting it? Look, we're, we're, we're exposing election fraud. You know, oh, um, over there Putin, in Ukraine. Yeah. Putin's helping. Xi Jinping is helping. Everybody's together. Yeah, me and uh, me and the little guy we've been pen pals the whole time. You're talking about Zelensky. 
No, no, not Zelensky. Uh, North Korea. Uh, oh, you talking about? Okay, right. What about Zelensky? Uh, Vladimir, we're, we're not we're not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. Did you not enjoy his television fan. show? He's, he's a he's a he's a uh, he's a cocaine user. I think. I'm, I, I gotta be quiet. Oh, you got <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to get. You don't want to yeah, get discovered. Just, you gotta, you gotta turn the lights out. I just gotta yell that by Melania. Uh, you gotta do what Melania says. Tell her that we we got a couple more clips. We're gonna wrap it up. And we won't get you in trouble anymore. So the Department of Defense gave David Grush permission to talk about this. Did they know what he was gonna say? They did, and we have that letter, which is interesting. When you're at the level he was at, and you have that kind of classified information, he was concerned, obviously, breaking the law and come out and talk about things. So he told them what he intended to talk about, <laughs> uh, and they essentially gave him permission in that letter, as you heard, only saying not to share uh, specific What's photos or crazy, um, and like rack focus. They just did. I don't know. You should the watch News Nation. Effect. Yeah, go watch some of their YouTube videos. Welcome to the news. News Nation is just totally like... What is News Nation? It's just a new type of... Uh, uh, well, I think it's been around a little while, but like I said, they, they say, give me all your sexual assault people who you fired. We want them. And they just do crazy shit with their news reporting. They don't even try to be legitimate. And so they're like, uh, they're like what people thought the New York Post was. Yeah, kind of. And they, there's so did you ever see how CNN would have the, the handoff where it would be Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo would act like he was gay for a few minutes and they'd do this flirty. Yeah, banter. they do the they do the sandwich. Yeah, they do the sandwich and they would sandwich uh, Cuomo between Cooper and Lemon. Cuomo's and, like, I just got to work it out. And now, thank you, thank you, Aram. That's very, that's very kind of you. Uh, good stuff, funny, interesting analysis, commentary of total bullshit. Absolutely, is total bullshit. But what they do on News Nation, you'd probably like this duo, Josh, is they do a similar thing, except they pair Chris Cuomo and uh, O'Reilly, the Lufa guy, together, and they do a little banter back and forth for five minutes. Uh, the on, Lufa guy. You know about O'Reilly and the Lufa voice messages? No. Uh, you don't know about that? Uh-uh. Okay. I'm going to play this and see if I can find that. I, I can't believe you didn't know about O'Reilly and the loofah. Any sort of the visual aids. But they also said in that letter, we're, we're also not saying that what you're saying is true either. Right. It was, Which is important. It's not true. Right. <laughs> um, and, and yet still I keep coming back to the point. You know, over and over he says, I was briefed on these non-human aircraft i was briefed on uh attacks of some kind between our our what or what what are these people behind her going they're like like running one of these news places is like working for nasa yeah it's it's like they set up shop in the middle of a like cafeteria or something like go back to the shot where All right. Oh, you see right, all the people in the background? Yeah, right here in the, in the bullpen or whatever. What, yep. Are all those people even doing anything? They're probably not even there. It's probably a, a video feed that they put on a green screen. I don't know why oh, they show yeah, us. Yeah, but you're right. It's probably. I'd like to see people like pass through the background fist fighting 
or making out or something like that. It's just a little ridiculous. All right. About a minute left. Just because it's the news doesn't mean you can't have a little comedy. It, it's weird. It's like, let's put it to anything. Uh, like, I would like to see Chris Cuomo and Bill O'Reilly just shoving each other through the background. Throwing you know? pies at each other. <laughs> then they come back again and they're, they're, they're wrestling and their shirts are unbuttoned. Then they come back a third time and they're just full on making out in that time. On uh, attacks of some kind between our, our pilots or our defense uh, and, and these non-human aircraft, he never saw this firsthand. Isn't this all secondhand information? Like, yeah, somebody told me it is essentially. And I'm glad you're bringing that up again. I mean, we can confirm his credentials. Very, very high level U.S. intelligence okay. officer, uh, you know, Air Force veteran uh, on the uh, the task force that force that investigates UFOs. Uh, but he was not in this specific program. He didn't see the craft for himself. These are weird. all accounts based on people who he spoke to. OK, Brian. So none of so like so you're right there. Absolutely sure that the materials that these craft oh, right. are made of are clearly not of this earth. Yeah, they're sophisticatedly engineered. Um, certainly not by humans. Not by humans, he says. And it's interesting. I just I'm not sure people even understand this. In addition to all, all right, this is the last clip. This guy gives a little bit of his background. All the credentials this guy has, he actually worked on the presidential oh, daily briefing. Cool, he was one of the guys trusted to literally walk that briefing over to the White House. You know, this is not some guy who, you know, worked in the government 30 years ago who's coming forward with a YouTube video. This is a guy who this was deeply guy involved in the. He he like hosts a podcast with, with some UFO guy, the guy interviewing the whistleblower. This is his co-host on a podcast. The intelligence community of the U.S. government up until April of this year. And he's telling a story that, so as you point out, is pretty radical. And yet there's guy. a lot of. Uh, Do what? So this is another guy who talked to a guy who talked to another right. guy. Right. This is like, yeah, we're just getting so far removed from actual evidence. It's ridiculous. Look how serious Chris Cuomo looks. It looks <laughs> like he's going to explode. <laughs> Uh, reason to believe that it's true. He's like, did I have my protein powder this morning? Right. Yeah, that's what he's thinking about. He's preoccupied with, did he have enough muscle milk before he came to work at News Nation today? So that's <laughs> it. Did I threaten to fight anybody on the way to work? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Straight out Cuomo. When they got rid of Cuomo at CNN because of sexual harassment, I'm like, did you not know who he was prior to that? The guy can't walk to his car in the parking garage without sexually assaulting every car on the way. I, I, I mean, that's just, he's a Cuomo and they're assholes. But now CNN's in, in turmoil because they fired that guy. I'm trying to find the audio of Bill O'Reilly's Lufa voicemail because I would then, really like for you to hear it. No, I was, I was that why he, why he got canceled from Fox? I can't remember if that was why he got canceled, but here's the here's a story about it. The audio isn't in here. I can't believe you didn't know this about Bill O'Reilly. And now him and uh, Cuomo are like butt buddies over there. Look at this. That thing is terrifying. Choking, harassing, and loofahs. Women's allegations against Bill O'Reilly piled up for years before demise. I, I heard a voicemail that he left on some, on some girl's 
machine at some, at some point where he's just like hammered talking about loofahs and like shit sexually. It's like hilarious. I mean, it's awful for her, but let's get to the loofah part. Perhaps most famously, O'Reilly fantasized to one of the victims here how he liked to shower with her and fondle her with a loofah, <laughs> which he mistakenly called a falafel thing later in the phone call. <laughs> they have a transcript. Let's look at the transcripts. <laughs> what? what? He said he wanted to fondle her with a falafel thing. I'm going to fondle you with a falafel thing. From that the is fucking it, terrifying. From the smoking gun. And I swear there's an audio of this somewhere. Look at that uh, face he's making right there. He's, he's being fondled by a falafel thing. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Where's the transcript? Oh, during the course of the monologue, O'Reilly further stated well if i took you down there then i'd want to take a shower with you right away that uh would be the first thing that would be the first thing i do uh yeah we'd check into the room and we would order some room service and you definitely get two wines and you definitely get two wines into he's hammered that's why it's all weird you definitely get two wines in you as quickly as i could get you in i would get them into you he's just fucking he can't even speak. Maybe intravenously get those glasses of wine into Okay, so he's hammered saying, I'm going to get those glasses of wine into you intravenously, chick. You would basically be in the shower, and then I would come in, and I'd join you, and you would have your back to me, and I would take a little loofah thing and kind of soap your, soap up your back, rub it all over you, get you to relax, hot water, and, um, you know, you'd feel the tension drain out of you, and you would still would be with your back to me and I would kind of put my arm, it's one of those what does that say, mitts one of those mitts, those loofah mitts, you know so I got my hands in it and I would put it around the front, kind of rub your tummy a little bit with it and then with my other hand I would start to massage your boobs get your nipples really hard because I, I like that and you have really spectacular boobs so anyway, I'd be rubbing your big boobs and getting your <coughs> nipples really hard kind of kissing you on the neck from behind. And then I would take the other hand with the falafel thing <laughs> and, and I'd put it, I'm not going to read, I'd put it on your uh, P word. You'd have to do it really like, just like kind of a tease business. The cat's so, name was Vagina. Yeah, so that's the message that a drunken Bill O'Reilly left on some woman's voicemail right there. That's, I think. I'd fucking put the falafel on your tummy. Yeah. And wrap it around. And now him and Chris Cuomo do a little, they do like a two-person uh, comedy skit on News Nation a couple times a week. They, they, they act like they're just, oh, I can't believe you, Cuomo. I can't believe you, O'Reilly. We disagree. Ah, but we can, it's just. It's, it's like, uh, it's like Hannity and Combs. It's like Han Hannity, Hannity and Combs, except you really do expect that once the camera's cut, that they just start fucking each other. <laughs> Well, this is like, what, is News Nation just the CIA network? I don't know what News Nation is, dude. They are a, a bizarre news network. But w what news network is not bizarre? They're I mean, all just like fiction. You can't even make up a, a parody news channel anymore because they're, uh, it, it, you would have to be so, the shit you would think of to make a parody news channel. People would be like, oh, no, 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 CNN did that last week. 
Oh, yeah. We live in the post-ironic. Yes, right. The post-ironic psyop, like the girl who admits Dude, we she's started a post-ironic. I've been post-ironic before ironic. Ah. Uh, Man. Here, listen to this, dude. Listen to this, O'Reilly. Uh, have you seen this before? It's Bill O'Reilly getting pissed off, I think. There you go. Uh, I've seen this. That's tomorrow. And that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can... I'll write it and we'll do it live! And thing sucks. What's this upset about? That's the, uh, the falafel thing. Tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. It's pretty good though how he switched into character real quick. They said action, and he just turned it right off. Good actor. Now, Josh, finally, we can wrap it up here. Thank you guys for for watching, and uh, I know we've been playing around, having some fun. And that's what I want to do today and tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Josh, for hanging out. Have you seen Trump's Pudding Fingers ad? That, have you played? Yeah. I played that. You have seen yeah. that? Okay. I won't play that again. Well, I played that. Watching. Watching. Well, how about we watch uh, another one? I, that Trump, Trump released a new ad. <laughs> he released a new ad today where he, he characterizes everybody Who's coming uh, I after drove him. through. Uh, I drove through Edgewood today, blaring "I am a real American." The Hulk Hogan theme over and over and over again. Oh yeah, yeah. Were people stopping and, and applauding, or were they? Dude, I'm. It puts me in a great mood. I'm gonna. I'm like. I'm gonna get American flag shirts. I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm not that. Remember when shit. Hulk Hogan did that reality show? where his family was on there and his wife looks exactly like his daughter. And yeah, you know, they would always say, yeah, they would always say Trump would hit on his daughter, but like Hulk Hogan, I like Hulk Hogan, but he was a little, um, I guess it's his daughter. So I don't know. It's a little weird. Here is the new Trump campaign that was released today. It's called wolves. Oh, wait, sorry. Took the wrong thing out. Here we go. Uh, this is what I'm most excited about for the 2024 election is when the campaign ads start with pudding fingers and stuff like this, there's no telling where they're going to go. Here's a question for you. Just how far are the radical left and inside the Beltway bandits willing to go to stop him? They all know they hate him for winning the fight to protect life, for exposing their deep states for draining their precious swamp. And they already know he'll crush <laughs> Biden. So like a pack of rabid wolves, they attack. So let's impeach him. Let's get tainted radical left prosecutors to charge him. Let's conspire with Hillary and the FBI with fake stories about him. All to distract from Biden's incompetence, weakness, <laughs> and money-grabbing corruption. But here's the thing, he'll never blink. That's called having the courage of your convictions. And it's why he's our president. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. 
I love how they they might as well just start switching to like the Rocky music theme when they, when they cut to Trump. I'm a real American. It's being a, a writer, like a, a campaign ad writer. You're basically just writing comedy scripts uh, as a campaign ad writer for Trump. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I like it. it too. And uh, Mansplainer says, Pudding Wolves. I would love to see a Pudding Wolves theme come out. Did, did, <laughs> you, see, did you see the DeSantis video that he released after his Twitter spaces? They, they cut a bunch of ads from the Twitter spaces that DeSantis did with Musk like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. And they just released some rapid fire. It, but it was, Twitter spaces is only audio. So they had to overlay it with images. Did you happen to see the one? that actually featured Elon Musk more than it featured Ron DeSantis. It's the strangest thing. It, may, it looks like a, a couple's wedding video where Ron DeSantis is the wife because it's a presidential ad for DeSantis and it's doing nothing but showing Elon Musk in epic images the whole time. It's like the weirdest thing. Somebody probably did it on purpose. We turned to sabotage or something. Let me see if I can find it. Santas Musk ad. What do you think about DeSantis, Josh? No. The Ron DeSantis, do you like him? DeSantis? Yeah, yeah. No, not the Sanders. Ron DeSantis. Here. Uh, I mean, I'm voting for comedy, baby. Well, DeSantis certainly is not comedy. That's for sure. Here it is. Look at he the did, images. He did run the only free country in the world during the pandemic. Yeah. He's just not. The free state of Florida. I've always thought his main problem, other than the fact that he's not going to be as good at uh, being like in the mud as Trump, is that when Trump kind of, when people started saying that he's a potentially a groomer because he was hanging out with high school chicks when he was like a teacher when he was in his 20s, he totally looks like that guy. And... I'm not saying he's a groomer, but I'm saying branding him as one will stick, I think, because people look at it and say, plausible. And also, I don't understand why he doesn't focus more on separating himself from Trump over the vaccine issue, because Trump promotes his role in the vaccine. And if he, that's about the only way I can see DeSantis actually you know, differentiating himself, because he didn't. Mansplainer called him DePanties, and... Uh, the conspiracy theory term was invented for those who didn't believe the Warren Commission about uh, Bobby. Yeah, R Ricky, he does seem like I, I really thought that series of tweets kind of uh, hurt um, RFK a little bit. Here is this DeSantis ad featuring Elon Musk for some reason. Well, I am running for president of the United States to lead our great American comeback. Look, we know our country's going <laughs> in the wrong direction. We see it with our eyes. We feel it in our bones. Our southern borders collapse. Drugs are pouring into the country. Our cities are being hollowed out by spiking crime. The federal government's making it harder for the average family to make ends meet and to attain like, and maintain <laughs> a middle-class lifestyle. And our president, well, he lacks vigor, flounders in the face of our nation's challenges, and he takes his cues <laughs> from the woke mob. I don't think... Why is there an image of Elon Musk dancing outside of a space rocket? In an image yeah, of Elon Musk Elon when he's a Musk, kid. Is, is that who Matson was supposed to be based off of? You know, I don't know. Are you talking about on Secession? Yeah. I don't know. I thought about that 
but I don't know enough about Elon Musk doesn't seem like that guy. Is Maybe. there dance songs out there though? Here's a couple more. I think it has to be here. this way. Like, why are they showing Elon Musk rocket launch? American decline is not inevitable. It is a choice. And we should choose a new direction, a path that will lead to American revitalization. Maybe it's like we must people restore sanity that, to our nation. Elon Musk is like the Elon Musk fans, he's he's uh, he's, uh I think that they had a team for uh, working on the campaign, and they said, "All right, the space is o- is over. We need you guys to cut this many ads, in, in, in you know, we need them fifteen minutes." And because they don't have any video, because spaces is audio, some uh, dude making fifteen bucks an hour just grabbed a, a bunch of images and and threw them together, and it kind of uh, emasculates DeSantis, I, I believe. I mean, DeSantis already <laughs> emasculates himself. Well, think about this, uh, Mr. President. Elon, spelled backwards, is almost mole. Mansplainer provided that no insight. No mole? No, meaning zero with a line through it. Is that a special meaning to you? Zero with a line through it. You can't make that. Maybe kind of like a Q. Yeah, well, you just made that white nationalist finger uh, circle with your hand right there. Now we're going to get kicked off of, of YouTube. Don't, don't do that, Mr. President. Is that what you do when you would like to tell Melania that you're feeling a little randy? Yeah, we're just... yeah you just give her the signal like that? <laughs> you ever do that at the dinner table in public or do you wait? We've got a giant there? spotlight that does it over the city. I, I, so I, for those listening, he's, uh, the president here is taking his, his index finger uh, forming a hole with his other hand and he's sticking it in and out back and forth. Would you ever consider doing that during a debate with president Biden while president Biden was making a stupid point? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Biden, Biden's got like a very, very, uh, hollow bones. He's got hollow bones. He's like a bird. His bones are hollow on the inside. (laughs) Can he fly? He's very light. That's why he's able to fall upstairs and things like that. Right. He's a very light man. Is he a meta human? Uh, I don't know if I'd call it meta. Hmm. Maybe well, retarded. Man, Mansplainer says that your thumb just got pregnant. Is that true, Mr. President? That what? That your thumb just got pregnant? My thumb. A lot of people think I have small hands. I don't. How big I are your have hands? Normal size hands. Yeah. What? What? Can, what's the biggest thing you can pick up with one hand? Can you wrap jar. it around? Oh, is that a big jar? I said, how big is that jar? It looks like it must be, you know, diameter of uh, global proportions. It's gigantic. Yeah. All right, Mr. President. Thank you for popping in and and commenting with us and. We're going to wrap it up. Thanks, guys, for playing with us tonight. And I'm going to be back tomorrow around 9 p.m. Check us out. We'll have some fun. We'll play around. Talk to you next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Uh, Wait, Josh, do you want to promote anything? Uh, Action Show Studios. Got any shows coming up? ActionShowStudios.com, right? Yeah. And uh, we're on Instagram and YouTubes and and, uh, the Dynamic Eldorado. 
I should say this while I have you on. Dynamic Eldorado, you do improv shows that we do improv shows there together sometimes. Josh is he he runs a a, a production studio along with being an actor and Josh has uh, he's been in the closet about his political views around a lot of people in the, um, that industry and I've told him there's probably a lot of people that need some production work done that would love to work with somebody who isn't like a super super crazy progressive uh, woke person and you should put yourself out there to that community of people so if there's anybody who needs production work done. Check out Action Show Studios. You have a, a, a friendly friendly neighborhood Josh who will help you out and do great work for you. Check that out. Action, actionshowstudios.com. Talk to you all next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day. And...